A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Central Stadium, an iconic sporting venue. As part of a major fundraising drive, My Stadium Seat is offering you the chance to place your name or the name of someone who loves GAA on a seat at the Field of Legends. Packages from 100 euro include seat naming plaques, certs of authenticity, online biographies, and open day tickets. Show your support. Visit mystadiumseat.com. Sample Stadium, where every name matters. Welcome to Epro Radio, a review podcast. Today I'm... Oh, fuck. <laughs> today I'm just going to stop. <laughs> that could be the intro. Just cut it there. That's the part. Done. Yeah, that's, yeah. He should have so, just left. Yeah. Just, just went to this. We don't laugh. We cry. We'll get going quick. We'll get going quick. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to episode 80 of the Premier View podcast. Today I'm your host Kevin Ryan from St. Mary's and I'm joined by Colin Purcell from Clamalo, Sean Smith from Torres Arsfields and Stephen Cronin from Carrick Davins. There's only one topic of discussion here today and that's Tipperary's exit from the Munster Championship, bowing out with a heavy defeat against Cork, thus meaning that for the first time in the round robin series we go out with four straight losses in a row. Are we at a crisis point for Tipperary hurling? Don't all don't all come in at once. Um, how low have we? How low have we fell? I think that's I think that's the minute silence there, Kevin. We're having for the, the almost for the death of Tipperary hurling this year. I suppose look at Connor Cruz O'Brien probably doesn't get a mention a lot on GEA podcast, but I was thinking about Connor Cruz O'Brien coming home yesterday. He famously coined a phrase back in the early eighties: "Goo boo, grotesque, unbelievable, bizarre, and unprecedented." And I think there was an element. Of, there's an element of goo boo about yesterday and about Tipperary this year. And even before I start on yesterday, I mean, the whole year so far has been one unmitigated disaster as far as I'm concerned. We start off at the start of the year by losing to Kerry. We have a very poor league. We struggle to beat Leash. A one-point win over Kilkenny's B team in a desperate bad game. Beaten at home by Dublin. Hammered by Waterford in the league. And then had a, a pretty worthless game against, against Antrim where we scored a lot of goals. We've lost four. We've lost four of, of our championship games for the first time ever. I think our scoring difference at the end, when I looked at the table last night, was minus thirty-one. So that's what an average, an average of eight of eight, of eight points a game that, that we're losing. Um, you, you know, so that's the that's the reality of it. Before we even we even get to yesterday, like I, I've been calling all the time for Bonner, Colin Bonner, to be given a fair chance, but it's very hard to defend that stance given the the poor. I suppose mental and physical preparation of the team. Very poor tactics again yesterday. You know, I see on Premier View today people talking about strength and condition and fitness. I'm no expert on that, and I don't claim to be an expert on anything really when it comes to hurling. But again, our guys looked gassed after 20 minutes yesterday. We looked tired. We looked beaten. We looked deflated. And and just another thing, you know, that that struck me again yesterday. There's a huge disconnect, in my opinion, between the, the Tipperary hurling public and this team. I, I, you know, people have been talking about the poor attendances all year. And I know attendances have been poor generally across GEA this year. You know, I was looking at the game in Nolan Park. You know, definitely wasn't a sellout. Waterford have struggled to sell out Walsh Park. You know, there hasn't been massive crowds. But for the first time in my lifetime, there's a, a, a disconnect with this team on an absolute massive scale. And I trace it back right back to when, you know, I'm sure we'll be talking about him later, when Liam Cal didn't take the job last year. I, I felt a lot of people got a bit peed off with that. Then when Colin was was appointed as the manager, I think, you know, it didn't exactly set pulses race. And then we had the whole debacle about who was going to be his backroom team. That seemed to drag on forever and a day. And then when the lads played their first game this year, they were beaten by the mighty Kerry. So, you know, from, 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 from start to finish, the year has been, you know, has been a disaster. 
and and it, it it you know I thought it couldn't get any worse than the Clare game in Semple Stadium, but actually yesterday was worse. It was farcical at times yesterday, and and made more farcical by the fact that you had Cork guys fumbling the ball, you know, dropping passes and going down a second and a third time to pick up the passes, with a Tipperary man not ten or fifteen yards near him. You know, it was like it was a turkey yeah, shoot. I think just I think the one thing you're missing there is I think the Miller Shields you have. You know the the chronological layout of the year, but like yeah, again, I think that showed a bit of that showed a bit of naivety there that the management thought that they could find maybe on earth a few gems or whatever. Like, but maybe they were looking in the wrong places there. But bar that, you're 100 percent right. Look at the end of the day, Kevin. You know I'm like, you know you don't want to be like because we're all involved in clubs ourselves. We're all involved in GA and we're all involved for the love of GA. And you don't want to be calling out players or criticizing management. And I'm not here to do that. I'm here as a genuine Tipperary hurling supporter talking. I am absolutely devastated, disappointed, disgusted over yesterday and over the year in total. It's been a complete waste of a year as far as I'm concerned. We've unearthed maybe two or three players, maybe two or three players. Like, Let's say one, I think, Craig Morgan. Yeah, maybe Craig Morgan, but it's not as if Craig Morgan dropped, dropped out of the sky or anything. I mean, we, we, Craig Morgan has been marked down for a while as a guy who was going to come onto the panel and was going to make the team. You know, the rest of the players... Have regressed that the, the class of 2012, we call them that minor class. They've regressed, you know. And look at it, I've said it on every single podcast. Column has been given a very poor hand this year. He was dealt a very poor hand between injuries and retirements and different things. But still, yesterday's performance is not acceptable. It's just not acceptable. And and the performances I've listed out there in my tirade of of, of desperation, you know, you know, where, where each each and every one of them were as bad as each other. And yeah, last year, Sean, I yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, no, you're, you're grabbing Sean. I think, you know, it's fair to say we just never, like, I'd say we never got going all year, but we did for about five minutes yesterday and, you know, race race into, like, great start, six-point lead. It was, like, in, in the group, someone said, you know, we did look a bit flat in the warm-up and then that was a bit, you know, after five minutes, you're thinking, oh, rubbish, like, you know, we're, we're well in tune here. But, like, I think over the next half an hour, we scored about five points. The old failings from this year really came back to haunt us. And just like it's just Tipperary, Harding looks in a very bad place. And we're just so far behind the other four counties. Like, we're kind of given a dream start by all accounts. Like, Claire Rampel going Ennis, that was, no, that was going to, they're going to hold out there. We're a couple of minutes in, we're like, lads, we have actually a chance here of literally robbing Torspot Monster, which would have been an absolute robbery. And... The shot off the post, like, did we hit that post last year, the before, and did Claire score to the end again, another goal? Was that yeah, the same it was Wilder 2018, you know, Jake Morris's kind of... Yeah, the same post, and it came up, like, but even if we got that goal, like, will we held out? I don't know, but that's, that's a huge swing, but then we just clapped. The second half, like, because we had to say an examiner, independent, they used the word pathetic, like, that was the word I was used, like, describing tip second half, so I don't know. And, like, we, we conceded once again in, you know, three goals, 30 points. 324 from play as well, which is absolutely frightening. Yeah, that's scandalous. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, was it like, I don't know where to look to be honest. It's just kind of baffled like, by everything. Cork were Cork, you couldn't get him out of the first end tonight. Like, you think, to kick him out the door. Do you think Luke Collins had his first, first year? Uh, Bonner's had his first year. Do you think he's hard enough now to make a few t- hard calls, a few tough calls? Maybe a few lads that are there treading waters, maybe set to really reset. As you said, as Colm said, maybe there he was dealt a poor hand this year. Might have not with injuries and the like, might have not been able to implement all his ideas. But look, if you're him now, you had him in a room for two minutes. What do you say to him? Uh, to be honest, um, the, we all know the hand he was dealt with this year. But on that as well, there's six, there were six starters yesterday that have won two All Irelands with Tipperary. Now, these are not 35-year-olds that are struggling along. Uh, Seamus Kennedy's probably the oldest of those six starters, 29, 20, the others then are 28. And so, so these are lads that are, you'd be thinking are in their peak. Um, you know, they, obviously, the, the lads before him, Shamey, uh, Noel, obviously, still there, Brendan, Paul, these were superstars. But the class of 2016, I'll call them, they weren't just to use a movie expression, they weren't just, uh, 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 what, what you call stand-ins, you know, like, these were a strong supporting cast, you know, like, these lads are talented, these lads are extremely good hurlers. I feel if 
Banner, if if Khan Banner stays on another year, I don't know what we don't know what his plans. He'd be given three year plan. But not only does he have to look to his playing staff, he has to look to his own coaching staff. He has to look in his own in, in the mirror of his own self. I don't feel uh, we knew we had a game plan. I, I couldn't I couldn't describe what our what our style was this year, what our identity was. Um, I watching the game yesterday, and I was watching both sets of forwards, and what I was like, what are they doing? That's so much better than what that that what we're doing, you know. Because I wanted to see it for myself, and it's like, does it all come back to speed? And I take Noel McGrath for example. Noel McGrath's not the quickest, but he was everywhere. Without Noel McGrath this year, we were we would have been in a complete mess. But I watched Cork's forwards on their pocket, on their own pocket. Conor Lahan, what did he score? He must have scored six or seven points yesterday. Seven from play. But he'd make a dart. He he would run to the wing for the ball. He ran with purpose, he ran with intensity, and he basically told the whole stadium, give me that ball. I watched their lads, and, and this was this was throughout the whole Cork forward line. I watched their lads doing it, right? You'd one lad pretend little jink going nowhere. Another lad then was just trotting around in a circle, going nowhere. One lad then just jogged away out of the vicinity. It was purely to bring his man away with him. No tip forward made a run there to say to the keeper, give me that ball. There was, like, I, I feel, what it, what it looked to me yesterday was, we go out on the training ground, we do our hurling drills, we do our, we do our fitness, our, our runs, that for me is not adequate enough, but we do our hurling drills, we play our mixed matches. We don't have a coaching setup where we say, right lads, this is what I want from you. This is what we're going to work on all year round. This is how we're going to be known this year. And it's just, it, it was absolutely shocking, shocking to watch yesterday. Like, we, we got a fast start and, and, and Sean asked, could we have kept it up? And I believe, even if even if Noel scored a penalty, I believe no, we wouldn't have. Because what yesterday felt like was 15 lads were given the jerseys, 1 to 15. Now lads go out and hard. There's no direction. We don't know what we're doing when we're in possession. The comfort that Cork the, the, the comfort Cork had on the ball in possession was miles apart from how Tip were in possession. They like, there was one of the, there was a passage in the, in the second half there. The Cork lads, I think it could have been the centre back, poked the ball to the, to the half back with a Tip man five or six yards away and it, it felt like a training session. It was like, ah, I don't mind that Tip man being there. I'm giving him the ball. You know, and it was so, like, Cork out muscled us yesterday. You know, a team known for the last 10 years that wouldn't go into a dark room out muscle Tipperary. You know, like, the whole system has to be looked at in Tipperary. Like, I know maybe there's a, a bit of a tip arrogance, but Tip should be leading the way. They shouldn't be following. And we won't win all Ireland's every year, but you, you still need to, every year you need to review the year that's gone by and what do we do going next year and that review review has to start from the county board down through the management, down through the players. Because what went on this year should not be accepted in um, in, in temporary circles. And that's even with the hand that's dealt the management this year. And I suppose the disappointing thing that I'd say, look, without having any insight into what's going in and on in the setup, that is that these players, many of which, as you said, have you know have won two all Ireland's that you know, that they've just let the year completely drift away from them by all accounts. I mean, there's too much. Every game we looked either gassed in the, the strength and condition and has, you know, we've looked the unfitter team in each of the games. I see Declan Fanning on the Sunday yeah. game strongly hinted at it last night. Declan would be a judge, you know, that, if that you know, would give an honest opinion there as well. So there's too much in that, I think, to ignore. Yes, the county board could say that they might have started to address that now with the Satan to link up, but you know, it just look, it just doesn't for this year. I think that we're just so far behind, and I think that we're already starting. You know, assuming at this stage that we actually just avoid the ignominy of playing for a place in Munster next year, I just think it would be so hard to kind of turn this around in, in 12 months. Yeah, just just pick up a bit on Steve's point there, like. If you, if you look at our tactics, I mean, we, like, 
the dogs on the street were talking about the Clare game and after the Clare game that we gave them too many, too much space for fast lads to run into. We did exactly the same thing again yesterday. We gave Cork too much space for fast lads to run into. Like what, what did we think was going to happen then? You know, a team like Cork are going to punish you if you give them time and space. If you give, if you give, you know, if you give these guys Lahan and these boys an inch, they will take a mile off you. The way to play them is get up and into their faces, cut down the space, you know, block up the channels. We did none of that yesterday. And, you know, not only are, is, was our fitness questionable to me this year, I'd also say our, our skills, our decision making, our resilience, all of which I would call into question. You know, our, our shooting at times throughout the Munster Championship has been very poor. You know, goal scoring, we, we, we talked about it in the league. You know, we carried very, very little goal threat in the league. We've carried very, very little goal threat in the, in the Munster Championship as well. I know we've created some chances, but the execution of the chances, and I know, Kevin, you would have said that, you would have called that after the second game, that the execution of chances from some of the lads was very poor as well. Um, and I suppose just just on the county board, I mean, I, like, like what I'd like to, you know, I'd like I'd like to know what what, what happened. Like, did the county board just say, kind of shrug their shoulders at this now and go, well, that's the year over now. We move on to the club championship and we forget about what happens this year. Or does somebody actually stop and think, hold on a bleeding second, this wasn't good enough this year. There is a complete, as I said earlier on, a complete disconnect and apathy from the Tipperary hurling public towards the team at the moment. And where you see a knock-on in that as well is if I go around to, to, to houses now selling county board draws, which I do, county board tickets, you know, to people, you know, and, and don't forget that half of that money goes back into the club. A lot of people will say to me, oh, Jesus, I'm not giving that use to shower any money. Do you know what I mean? What, what are they doing? Like, so, you know, I, I, there's so much wrong. And I, I, I don't know, you know, I see people on Premier View today mentioning about, you know, a full root and branch review needs to be done. And I don't know, <sighs> You do that, but what, where do we end up with at the end of that? Like, you know, I think the prop that there's so many problems there at the moment. I, I really don't know. Every where year to start. is reviewed, Colin, but I, you know, what I agree is in it's who's doing the review. If it's just the county yeah. board having an internal one, I mean, look, they're great at launching initiatives, being the Satanta one, or you know, a few years ago we had Alan Quinlan and stuff being involved with some fundraising thing, but you know, like I know COVID's kind of come, but like, has that did that never come out of that? Like, you know, there's like it's like the politicians turning up to, to the openings of things like it's great but like where's the actual evaluation of what of, of what we're doing you know like it's not just that i think even you mentioned like the quality of our video analysis must be absolutely shocking if we're still shooting from the end line and in the sideline in our fourth monster championship game and you know just with the the success ratio has been shown for the last few years it was just you know, basic stuff, the hand and the actually the puck outs looking clueless. Like, no, like if you, if we can't get something as basic you now in the modern inter-county game as video analysis, right? You know, I, I just think that like there's no point having a massive root and branch review of, of of every other structure if the people doing the work that that's there isn't right. Like, you know, and yeah, I know Kevin, it's just it's a very disheartening place to be in. Yeah, and, and look at and, and I'll shut up after this, but I, I... Looking at the game yesterday, I, I was almost having an out-of-body experience watching the game. I, like, this isn't the Tipperary hurling that I know. Or that's, not, that's not the Tipperary jersey that I know. You know, I know people were laughing in Premier View earlier on the year saying, we're not Leash or we're not Westmead. Well, we weren't far off it yesterday. Like, you know, I've been saying all year on this podcast, the big challenge this year is to stay competitive. It's to stay relevant. But we're neither competitive or relevant at the moment. We're probably nine, ninth out of nine hurling counties. I don't think I'm being too harsh by saying that. That's probably where we are. I mean, who would we beat in Leinster outside of Westmead or Leash? Would we beat Would we beat Dublin? Would we beat Wexford? I don't think so. I'd, I'd agree with Colin there. I think it, we're our, our our Tipperary team wasn't. I don't think for a second they were coached properly at all this year. Right? We talk about um, we're in transition, and you know. Like we're not putting 15 debutants on the pitch here. We're putting some seasoned players on the pitch. We're putting lads... Tipperary club hurling has probably been in, in the healthiest state it has been in a long, long time. We had three or four different winners the last four years. You know, like there's no one team dominating the whole lot. Now, just for instance, let's say we're 
we're in the we're in a very very poor state in the club scene where you could say, look, we don't have the hurlers anymore. Good coaching, good structure, good tactics, proper fitness will make any team play better. You know, you'll make average players play better. We have very good players playing terribly. And that comes back to lack of direction on the training ground. What are we doing? Like, are we, are we playing a mixed matchup up in training, right? And we're saying, right, lads, here's what we're trying to do. The keeper's trying to poke the ball out to the corner back of the wing back. And then we're trying to move the ball one or two places up the field and deliver a lovely ball into a moving forward, okay? Are we going out and practicing that in the hurling field and then saying, when, when one lad gets the ball and the forward's not making the run, are we stopping training and saying, why aren't you making that run? Are we, video, are we recording these trainings that the lads can say, look, I don't mean to name check. Look, Jake, look, Jake, why didn't you make that run there? Why are you in the crowd here when your strength is receiving the ball on the wing, receiving the ball in the corner, turning the man, popping over the bat? Are we, are we doing any of these things? I think, I think for the most part, our players have regressed this year. You know, like we, we had, like, again, uh, I, I'm trying not to, I, I don't really want to name check players, but for the most part, Arnold McGrath, all the, all the players that were, that, that we expect to stand up and deliver even through tough times of Tipperary, Hurling, they haven't. You know, Craig Morgan came in there, Carl Barris it was in, in the same, in the same um, bracket as Noel. I think he, he, had a, he had a very good year. He, he didn't let us down. His performance didn't dip. Craig Moran came in there and made that corner back his own spot. Like, where, where's the improvement of the lads that, that, that were on the fringes? Like, I, I thought one or two of the forwards would step up there. Now, Shamie Callan, the spotlight is often, the focus is on these lads because they are now the main men. And to be honest, for me, they've wilted. You know, this comes back to the training ground. What are we doing to get the best out of them? And like, we, we could, I think to say the players are not there. Look, maybe the players are not there to win dollar. That's fine. I'll accept that while we're, while we're um, trying to find these superstars like we had before. But there's no one going to tell me the players are not there for us to be competitive, to be getting through Monster, to be getting to qualifying all, uh, all Ireland semi final or, or wherever it be. There's no way. This tip team with them when you go through these names, that they should be the whipping boys of Monster. Like we're potentially going into a, a relegation match. That's like people can talk about it, but this at the end of it, this is Tipperary Hurling. This is you know, and we're looking at a relegation match into a Joe McDonough Cup. Confidence is an all-time low, and we could potentially be facing a team whose confidence are on the up and have beaten us already this year. You know, like we you asked your first question in, uh, in the start of the cast, are we in crisis mode? We are absolutely 100% in crisis. We are red panic alarms. And I was going to say we're knee deep in the shit, but we're not. We're chest deep in it. And something serious needs to happen um, between now and the start of next season. And, and the worst thing is, Stephen, you hit the nail on the head, is that we don't know that this is the low point of the year and that we might have this relegation playoff to go to so like we can't actually assess the year as a whole yet because you know there is that kind of spectre on the horizon with all of the tantrum jerseys on in a couple of weeks time which is mad um you know like normally <laughs> you can be sure Hedges, though that once if tip and up or if it happens lose the carry you can be sure there'll be 16 in the championship next year now. Yeah, there will. I don't Sean. think that. I think there there will, all the Offaly lads and all the Waterford lads, they'll never let you forget it. Like no. that, they would have had yeah. to change the rules for Tipperary. That's how far we. That's fought. how bad. That's how, that's the same. That's how bad is that? It got, like the most counts could end up changing the competition just to have Tip yeah. in because our name. But as, as Steve said, there, like our name is big enough. We should be in this position going out getting fucking hockey. Like you know, it's. Some fight, but this connect between the public and the team is uh, not normal. Like even over the surface, like putting points to the bear. I say there was ten tipped every two hundred caught people in there. Even before the match, watch people walking the stadium. The same thing afterwards. Tip players come go fast enough; they're gone. Like you know, it was. But there's no even. 
before the match, there's no kind of excitement or we might do it or she loves seeing given fun. Everyone's like, oh, I'm going here now. I'm sure. I showed up anyway, kind of way, you know. It's kind of a chore, like it's a fixture, yeah. It's a chore, like I, I don't know where to go. Like it's kind of I don't know. Literally don't know. Yeah, we're, 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 we're in a very bad place here. And the very basic of uh, uh, I'm still going to call us a top inter-county te- team is fitness levels have to be correct. You can be going through a bad patch. You can, you, you know, 15 of our lads could have retired last year and the next 15 should be as fit as any other county around. And it's not. And this whole thing then was we touch back to the Sedanta. Well, look, we started it this year. We'll see the fruition of it. When, when, when Liam Sheedy came in in 2000, uh, was it 2008? Like, we didn't, we didn't need three or four years to get our fitness levels up to the top tier. Our fitness levels got there. In 2009, when, when Kilkenny pipped us in the other, we, we were fitter than Kilkenny. In 2010, we were fitter than Kilkenny. Like, and they were the standard bearers at the time. I, I don't um, buy this excuse that that uh, we're not fit because it's only Stanta's first year. No, Something we're there, they're there previously, Stephen. They're in the gym, Stanta last number of years. It's just the link is all grades now. The seniors are always in the Stanta gym last year. Yeah, look, before. two games this year, we will to come down the straight or whatever. Our fitness definitely wasn't there. And in the it's, other two games, we were beaten by the time fitness would have come into question anyway, like, you know, in the court game and in the clear game. So, you know, we were chasing. So, Fitness didn't even come into it, as I said, because you know we definitely did over the two games. Yeah, yeah the game was, was over exactly. It's definitely it's probably I mean, might be the most easiest thing to identify going forward next year. Yeah, and that's interesting, Kevin, because like this year, like it was almost like like none of us had had massive expectations of this year. Okay, nobody had. Okay, but what we hoped to get out of this year, or certainly what I would have hoped to get out of this year, was a some sort of pattern of play. Uh, and our identity back, you know, with that pattern of play, a better puck out strategy and some green shoots for next year. Honestly, I have none of that tonight. None of it. Can't see any of that in, in anything that I've seen this year. And I go right back to the very first. It was a very miserable, shitty, wet night above Port Leash. And I went up to watch them play that night. Mm-hmm. And I came out, came out scratching my head that night. And I came out with Harley scratching my head again yesterday. I've seen absolutely nothing for next year. Nothing. You know, so a last year. Uh, we did. We gave we gave everyone involved a lot of ropes and we accepted poor league performances from that. You know, first, for at least the recollection was people just wanted to get out of there. It might have been, you know, first week of February or whatever. It's horrible. Whether you could, you could read very little into it. The Kilkenny game, you know, the alarm bells arguably should have been ringing after that, coupled with a no-show against Dublin when we had a chance to make the knockout stages of the league. Um what that doesn't do for what when you don't make the knockout stages of the league, though, it gives you a chance to get into camp mode, practice all your puckouts and all that, get your fitness levels. You have a straight, you can plan every session, you know, without your matches, and it just looks like we wasted that. As a, absolutely, as well, yeah. so. absolutely. Like there's club teams, there's club teams around who better puckout and game strategies than Tipperary. You know, that's that's desperate. Like you know, and um, like we've. It's it's not rehearsed. It's not in, like Cork. Jesus Christ! The amount of time a Cork fella could get the ball, close his eyes, pop a pass, and it would go to exactly where he knows the man should be. You know, it Cork's game plan. They looked out of this world compared to us. They made us look like schoolboys, like a, like a junior team, a senior team versus a junior team. And this is not a Cork that's been winning all Ireland's last few years. I've been setting the world alight. This is a Cork team that has been brutal the last few years, and they made us look ten times worse. And they're like, you know, as I said, we gave a lot of rope. Nobody expected to win in All Ireland, but to be this bad this year is, in my eyes, it's unacceptable for Tipperary, you know. And yeah, you're, and you know, I think it all does come back to Colin Bonner. It would be more unusual in GA to change your manager after a single year. Oric Fannin springs to mind of Waterford when there was behind behind the scenes issues. I do think, you know, if if Bonner does get the nod to stay on, which I think, you know, he should anything like this year again next year, and there'll be no third year. I think that we'd all accept that, that there has to be something, or would you actually think that that setup should be shaken up a bit more over the over the coming months? 
But like, who does it bring yeah, in? Sorry, just, go ahead. Sorry, but like, player-wise, people saying we've other hurlers county. Like, to be honest, lads, I don't think the hurlers are there. Some lads are great club players. They're not county players. Like, there's names you mentioned, like Brian Amara maybe is one, like Niall Amara being, but there's not the like... Colonies, yeah. There's not Conley maybe, but he's always has an interest. Like, you can't hold a lad's hand and drag him into a setup. Like, and then, if not there, why aren't they there? Like, you know, like, you just got to look like at our club record at club outside of the county. Like, we're getting, not like, a lot of club more should have won this year. What are that, like, how, st- what's our club standard at, like? We've often played challenge games against Limerick and Clark teams and got bet, like, and they seem a different league ahead of us. So, like, the players just not there. Like, even this year, I know the 20s and minors were well managed and set up to look like they had tactics, which I thought was what we want from seniors in a game plan. Like, are them, are them players going to step up? But the thing was, them players were got from other clubs. They went to clubs where you wouldn't naturally go, which I liked. Like, are we looking at the wrong clubs for the players? Like, you know, outside the big five or six, is there players in other clubs that the minors looked at in the 20s? They pulled in, like, yeah, and I think that's senior to go. arguably a very important point. Um, you know, three of us would be from kind of south clubs, maybe unheard at south clubs as well. And it, like, you could be a very good hurler, but if you're not in the Tipperary setups, you know, from at under 14, under 15, you will drift further back because you're not getting the same level of competition down south. You know, I've harked back about the no school in the Hearty Cup or, or whatnot. Like, you know, if you're not getting at a younger age, you know, we'll assume that they all have the same talent between, you know, like a focus on football and all the rest of it. You will drift back and Tipperary isn't making, maximizing all this population there. So I, I would think that, like, yeah, in that regard, the underage structures need to be looked at a bit. But like, you know, also you're, you raise a, a kind of few key points. I think it's maybe too big of a step up for like, you know, a, an intermediate or a junior hurler to go straight into a Tipperary team now. But like to look closely at that under 20 team in particular and target a few lads that really could the attributes that we're looking for and to bring, bring them into the setup, you know, I think it is key. Absolutely, absolutely. Look, I, I, I'd, I'd agree to an extent that like I think the junior intermediate is to too big a step up unless you've been in around the, the setup growing up all along. Like, but maybe maybe we have to stop looking at superstar hurlers in, in, all the time. Like, you know, one lad is playing well for each club. Maybe you have to kind of cash away a little bit differently. Maybe we have to look at athletes who may not be may not have the same hurling skills as normal McGraw, let's say. But they might have physical attributes that can... It's a running game now. It's a mother. It's, it's pace and power now. Maybe we have to start looking at those kind of lads. Maybe maybe we have to start... To be honest, I, I don't know where we have to start, but our structures from 17 up to the senior setup have to change, have to improve. It should be a clear pathway for, for the step up. Like, it shouldn't be... It should never be like any a new alien world when you step from seventeens to twenties, from twenties to to um to senior level. Like we've heard stories now of one of the Limerick boys couldn't play the All Ireland under twenty final there yesterday because he was in, he played with the seniors. Like do we have anyone in? And I think the Cork had the same issue as well, or might have been last year. But do we have anyone in our twenties set up that's ready to that we could say he's ready to step up into the panel now next year? You know, like the, the whole the whole review, uh, a review of the whole lot have to be has to be uh, looked at. You know, like get, smart people have to get back back involved in looking at how would we improve in um uh, in Tipperary as the county setup. I think we do have a small problem with with um look if a lad made it on the fourteen, he's probably going to get an easier chance at at minor and 20s before a lad who might develop a little bit later we'd have a big problem in that regard I think you know if you're not in there with the under 17s you probably won't be you'll find it very hard that you'll find it very hard to get in with the 20s that kind of stuff has to change you know and uh, maybe maybe to, maybe we need to be bringing more and more kids into into all these setups then where do we get the time you know it's 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 very demoralising to see what's after happening there and for Tipperary, I don't think this should be. We, we we can't just let this fester. We can't hope next year is better. We have to look hard this winter and see where we can improve. 
Yeah, and I suppose on that note, we'll have to leave. You know, we might have a a more rounded discussion over, over like the intercounty kind of, you know, state of where we are over the coming months. Maybe you know, in a window when the club championship does go quiet. But um, any any last words about Super Twenty Twenty Two before we discuss the other games? Can we talk about well, Waterford now, please? Yeah, well, <laughs> silver linings and all that, Colin. I suppose. Um. It's yeah, I suppose Waterford, whatever about tip we might have been in a heart of hearts expecting not to go out, but Waterford were, you know, to quote one of their most famous, whoever beats them will, will climb the steps. And that means I can narrow it down to everyone that's still in the All Ireland Championship and from Munster because you know they were rubbish and no other way of putting it. I was trying to think, you know, I was Googling for something funny to say, like the worst decisions in history, the Trojans accepting the the horse as, as, as the gift, but you know, Lean Cal turning down the tip job must be up there with the worst decisions for all parties in in, in history so far, you know, because it has you, you know it hasn't worked from staying staying on down there. We're yeah, opening a can of worms here now. But <laughs> <laughs> well, look at it, it's 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 very much it's very much a boomer bus cycle down in Watford, isn't it? You know, it's either Everything is everything's rosy. We're going to win the All Ireland. We're walking up the steps. We're the greatest team. Don't stop believing. Blah 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 blah. Or else we're getting rid of our manager. You know, there are stories emanating left, right, and centre about Carl has lost the dressing room and players didn't want to play for Carl and they were overtrained and the team was leaked during the week to the media and there's all sorts of stuff going on now. I mean, first of all, I suppose on yesterday you have to congratulate Claire and and, and say to them. You know, well done to them. They've been to me. They've been the team of the championship so far because they were probably, along with ourselves, the most unheard of team coming into the championship, and they've really turned the form book on its head. And I think credit to Brian Lone on that. Even though I believe David Fitzgerald is, is reluctant to give Brian Lone any credit, and yeah, he wouldn't even name he, him on the. He, stuff, he doesn't game. even he doesn't even name him on the Sunday game. <laughs> um, and, and by the way, just on the Sunday game last night, I mean it, it's a shocking indictment when Ursula Jacob. Is the best of the three panelists, you know. That's a really bad lookout for that show, but that's a fact. But I, I was I was one of the people who tipped Waterford to win yesterday. I thought when I saw all the changes that Claire had made and the fact that Waterford, you know, needed needed a win as much as we did. I I, I assumed if they'd anything about him that they'd go down there and win, and that Claire would probably be holding their powder dry for the for the monster final. But it absolutely didn't happen yesterday. It was a complete meltdown complete systems failure i i didn't see the game i just saw brief highlights of it but it looked as if they never started they never got a middle and they never got an end and i suppose Derek Derek mcgrath's nonsense doesn't help either because you know hyping up a team like that so much it's it, it, it doesn't help and i suppose cal's tenure now has to be looked at has it been a success or has it been uh, less than a success and, and i'd be looking, tending towards less than a success really i don't know if they're in a far better place now today than they were when Cal took over. So there's a lot, an awful lot of soul searching to be done down there. And and uh, best wishes to them on that. <laughs> yeah, you know, one COVID All-Ireland kind of final where they never looked like laying a glove on, on Limerick in 20 and yeah. beating in the semi-final even easier in 21. And, you know, we're all, they were gearing up for this year. And then, you know, Limerick were comfortable against them um, in the Gaelic rounds in, in the second round, you know. Um, Waterford got a couple of late goals, but... It, does look like that he couldn't work out Liam Cal how to, to bridge that gap, and that might they might have you know they might have thought their their hand was stronger than it was, and and maybe they believe that you know the Aston Gleeson conundrum I suppose that he, you know, um with the discipline problems and all, all the rest of it like and, you know he just just doesn't like I think with Cal when it was going well, you know like his his big thing is fitness hook, hooks blocks and all 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 that kind of thing work rate. But it just look, you know, an intercounty level, while you need all that stuff, you also need a bit more. And they might not have been able to, you know, to deliver deliver either his game plan or the game plan wasn't good enough there. But you know, I think this year they've definitely been found out a bit. Like even like even at Claire's all changed to me. I thought geez, Claire might score one twenty here, whatever it's got three thirty one or three thirty two. Like David Stern is very good for him. Like, you know, Shane Donald looks different for us again. Like I know they're giving the freedom of Cusick Park and that, but still, they still have bang over the scores that would technically not in the play for but getting their spot for the month final. And I tell you, Lowen's going to have a hard job picking the 15th month final and 
for sure he's going to use his all his subs well because but it's not great Sean because he needs 20 we, we hear so much about Limerick's panel and all that but you probably need 20 then Waterford's panel as well like you know all the lads they had coming in with various injuries and how great it was and all that Claire looked to be building a very nice team there yeah definitely for sure like and like everyone's kind of shocked at results but then like their team there's good momentum going down there's form there's a buzz around Claire like when they're in town or a few school, like they've kind of something that we're kind of jealous of at the moment it's mentality I'd say down there as well like, you know with the, the Claire loan the back of they were, as well they were wrote half a Saturday or people like Claire beat last team once they're yeah. between Tip now beating Cork last day to go through that was kind of word but sure how things have changed. Yeah. Uh, Stair leaves a Limerick Clare Munster final, if that even matters. Cork going to the All-Ireland series. Um, Limerick in that one, do you think? Or Clare could spring, spring a shock? Well, I think if um, if Limerick want to go down as the GOATs, they have to, like, they have to start showing it. You know, they can't, like, they may well go on and win an All-Ireland this year. Um, you know, I don't think Kilkenny, Kilkenny are great but only Wexford are any good Galway they're they're always hot and cold I think Galway are simmering there we might get to that now I think Galway are simmering a bit, simmering a bit in the background going about there I, I, I'm throwing my lot They've in with Galway this final. year now. you know I'm throwing my lot in with this year with, with Galway this year they had a tough old start to, to life under, under under Henry unfortunately he had a, a terrible loss and I think as the year progresses for them, they'll get more familiar with him. He'll get more familiar with his players, and I think they could cause they could cause an upset. You know, if if Limerick don't pull the finger out, Limerick haven't been going to, they haven't been set the world alight like they have the last couple of years. And without Keane Lynch, there's a big question. Like he's their talisman. He's their man that makes them tick. I know Garog Hegarty's a ferocious player himself, like but. That Keen Lynch makes him tick, and uh, you know it, it's very noticeable now that he's not hurling with. Um, so it is, you know, I. They are I don't think it's the question if is anyone, you know, we saw Tip needed two thousand nine to get the better of a very good Kilkenny side in two thousand ten. You know, is anyone of the caliber of that Tipperary team? I think is the is is the question now to stop Limerick. That you know, I think this year. They, they are, you know, they're they are kind of dealt more doubts than there were maybe the last couple of years, which were kind of one season ran into the other. There was, you know, teams had very little chance to develop and all that. But this year, you know, kind of being the back to the traditional round robin format or the new traditional, um, it does. I think it is shown that Limerick are that tiny bit vulnerable there. But the question yeah. I would say now is, any are any of the teams developed enough to kind of win it? I think Galway are probably the closest to him in terms of being able to match him physically intense and intensely along with Hurland. My issue with Galway would be the goalie. He, you know, he, he's not a great inter-county keeper as we saw that goal conceded against Kenny towards the end of the game. Like, there have always been issues around a goalie yeah. and a goalie can cost you an All-Ireland final. You know, and uh, like, I, I, do, I do think Galway have, have the the style of hurling, they have the players, they have the physicality, they have it all. Like Kenny can bring a physicality, they can bring an aggression, they can bring an honest work rate. But we see the tactics. That that's that's the hallmark of Cody Cody's team. But his stubbornness to employ proper tactics was on show for the whole world to see the other day when ball after ball after ball was launched into the sky. Like Limerick will gobble that up all day. You know, I don't think Galway will make them that mistake and I, I don't think any of the rest of them are going to Again, lay a glove Saturday, on them. I don't think Wexford can believe their luck. You know, that that they were able to dig out that game. I thought about 50 minutes till Kenny just come and sail past them. But Wexford didn't have to do a whole, you know, a whole pile of scoring to win that game. You know, coming down the straight. Like, um, it was, well, if you're, it was great if you're, for, you know, one of our own. It was great for Wexford. But if you were a back... And the other, the opposite, the opposition team are just constantly launching ball down on top of your head. You know you're going to start. You know you're going to get on top, like because all the back has to do is spoil, break, kick. But and, and that's the that's the way you want to. That's your your one on one battle. That's the way you'd rather have it. You don't want a lovely ball put in front of the forwards at in any game, you know. And and that's where Kilkenny are lacking. They the delivery into the forwards. 
they think they're back in the noughties with Henry Shefflin and Richie Ho- Richie Power and all the boys there that they have to catch their own ball, old Larkin. They, they can't do that anymore. You know, TJ Reid hasn't the same powers as he had before. And he's probably the best fielder in the country. You, you know, like, so their Rose Z kind of tactic, like, that's, that, that's not going to work this year. You know, like, so, uh, like, Wexford, by all, like, they've, they've got lucky the weekend. They should not have won that game only for Kilkenny's terrible tactics. Terrible delivery of, of, of the ball. And they can count themselves lucky they're in All-Ireland, uh, Round Robin or whatever they're in now. Yeah, absolutely. But the big thing, you know, for them is that they're there. Um, yeah, I'll give that into small places, I suppose. This is the difference between a very good first year, you know, um, de- decent league, this de- decent league form shot. They should make an All Ireland quarter final now, and you know, after that, we we'll see if they win one more game. The hype will start building in Wexford and all the rest of it. But they do look limited, you know. If, if you if you did draw them in a knockout game, you wouldn't be too worried. I think. Mm. Um, uh, we won't done it till 2023, so it's alright. Or four, <laughs> or five, yeah. maybe six. I don't know. Yeah, and you catch the football on Saturday night, Saturday evening. We're headed for the Salton Cup after a loss to Limerick. No, I didn't. Even your season ticket holder, aren't you? <laughs> maybe we should have. Maybe we should have scalded him on the podcast before the Limerick game. Yeah. By all accounts, it was a t- desperately uh, poor game. You know, Limerick are. Probably developing faster than Tip now. They seem to, you know, playing a higher, higher league and all that. They seem to be kind of again building a nice team there as well. They were in the doldrums for a few years. So, look, the prize for them is a monster final against Kerry, where there'll only be one outcome. But for Tip, you know, I don't know what the appetite would be like for the for the Talton Cup now. But um, you know, look, they should be beating Carlo in the first round of it, and then you might get a bit of momentum get back to Crow Park again where they kind of do have a, a very good record this team so you know it could it, it, you know could turn into a kind of decent year like promotion secured as well so yeah yeah I think it's I think it starts year Kevin promotion was the number one thing to get out of the division four obviously to get to a monster final would have been nice and as you said it, it didn't happen and and we were missing three or four lads around the middle there who usually bring plenty of legs and plenty of energy to the team and they were they were missed and, and talking to a cu- couple of guys who were at the game said it was as poor a performance I've seen from Tipperary in a long time and, and generally it was a very poor game of football you know which I thought was interesting to hear as well but look at it they've got Carlo coming up as you said it's a game they'd be expected to win and then they're into a quarter final and anything can happen for them um, I suppose we just wish them the best to look it's it's, it's good to, it's good to see that some Tipperary team is still involved I don't know that any of you think that David Fitzgerald was doing a, an interview for the Dublin job last night on the Sunday game because he was he was very, very complimentary to the dubs. Mm-hmm. You know, he may not be complimentary to his own full back from, from the 95 to 97 era, but he was certainly complimentary to the dubs last night. Yeah, I think, look, it's probably one of the few places he can now go, you know, and, and look, it'd be absolutely easy for anyone to give Dublin a lift over the next couple. They look like a team without an identity um, at yeah. the moment. Matty Kenny, like his reign... You know, from the leash, defeat, and all that. It's just, it's never, he never got that marquee win, I suppose, that he needed. Arguably, like, you know, they did get that in Parnell Park, beating, I think it was Galloway in the round robin or drawn. Not sure what the result, but then, you know, all that work being undone by losing the knockout game to leash, then, like, you know, and obviously that feeding into Tips rehabilitation on the way to the 2019 All Ireland. But, um, yeah, I, I, mean, think, I think it just I hasn't think, worked for him. Yeah, I think everything from the weekend as well, Kevin, just talked to a couple of Kilkenny lads today. They seem very united, Kilkenny lads, at the moment, in that they want Brian Cody out. You know, I, I've, lots of lads that I, I, you know, would have been very much in the Cody camp were absolutely disgusted with the performance on Saturday night. As the boys have alluded to there, high ball after high ball being reined in on top of the Wexford backs and coming back out on them that, you know, they don't have the Shefflins or the Larkins or the, you know, the Richie Powers up there to win ball anymore. And they seem to, they seem to have made no no attempt even to 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 play the, the horrible modern game and they, they seem to be stuck in some sort of a 2006 2007 2008 time warp you know so they i think to, it's, i'd love it's, to notice that sort of thing, but i think you know for the first 20 minutes of any game they look world beaters and then teams just figure them out um you know i, I think that's it's there's something there like they all start well but teams might settle into kind of just being like realize that there's going to be very little variation here and you know that he can just settle into expecting the long either diagonals or straight down the field. Um, 
But like, yeah, I think with every passing year, Cody, like the, the legacy might be diluted that tiny bit unless he can knock one final All Ireland out. Which you know, I think he wants to go on that high. But um, you don't always get to choose how you go out of inter county management. Very few do, you know. So um, maybe should have maybe should have set sail in twenty fifteen. So he definitely won't be going out with an All Ireland win anyway. Not like not 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 the way that playing. And what's very interesting, they're under twenty management in the in the um in the final there yesterday. They played a sweeper. They initiated the sweeper against Limerick. It was very interesting to see that like an old traditional power like Kenny was fifteen and fifteen and and you know, but those those boys there put a bit of thought into what they needed to do to beat Limerick and they played a sweeper and it worked for them. Now, I would be a fan of a sweeper, but they did what they needed to do to win a match. And then on the flip side, then while working Kilkenny, you hear all the stories and the disgruntledness of 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 Kilkenny's people today with Brian Cody. Brian Cody won't won't evolve his team, you know, and it's it's probably like the players are not as good as Henry Shefflin was back in the day, listen, but they're not poor players either. You know, they're just they're poorly coached now. You know, and we just touched back to the leash victory over over um over Dublin that time and was it Westmeat the Tipperary beat Westmeat on the way to the All Ireland final and but they they struggled with him. You know, well coached teams are very hard to beat. And when we say that Tip started the Blaze of Glory against Cork and Kilkenny started Blaze of Glory against West when you're playing intuition hurling and off the cuff and just the free for all hurl after a few minutes that stops working. The team with the better plan will come out on top and the tactics will be the word of the, word of the winter now. <laughs> we don't have any, unfortunately. Yeah, I wonder, can we look forward to the, the 2022 version of the Miller Shield now to kind of things go again? <laughs> the way it's going, I might get a run and that be set. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you were too far away from the last time. <laughs> the phone must have been on that weekend, I'd say. That's hey, I always carry the boots in the bag just in case. <laughs> I'll bring the boots and the boot and, and the helmet just in case. <laughs> you like going to an old junior V match. <laughs> right, folks, we better leave it there. We'll be um, back again. Thanks for your efforts. Hopefully, next time we chat, um, Tipperary Hurling will be in a better place. And, but at least we'll have the club season to look forward to. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, lads. Thanks. Thanks, lads.